Welcome to our Making History Parenting Podcast, where we want to help parents make his story, God's story, come alive in the hearts of your family. I'm Chase Baker. With me, co-host Jennifer Akers. our social media conversation in kind of a different way. So for our first couple of social media episodes, we had Jenny Black join us and share about the effects of social media on the next generation. Those were some really great podcasts. We encourage you to go back and listen to those. And today we have a couple more guests with us who will share on their use of social media. And we are going to call them experts because they're walking through this right now. So today we're going to have an honest conversation with two teenagers. So on the show, we have Ethan Flug, a senior at Centennial High School, and Grace Simmons, a junior at Centennial High School. And these two are going to help us unpack what they see are the benefits and harms of social media from their perspective. This is how I want to preface this, okay? Mm -hmm. So because their experience may not be the same as your teenager, but hopefully you will gain some insight today from what other teens have said and their perspectives. Yeah. So today we hope that this podcast is going to give some clarity as to what teenagers are processing through when it comes to social media. So why don't we jump right into our conversation? Let's do it. All right. Awesome. Ethan and Grace, we're so happy to have you guys with us. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, um, we want to just start off and get to know you a little bit. So why don't you tell us about yourselves, your grade, your interests. Just tell us a little bit about who you are. Grace, you want to go first? Yes. So I'm a junior at Centennial, like Chase said. Um, Some things that interest me, I guess, is I stay really busy with just family and friends, church. And then I do like a small kids business that I do on the side that I work a lot on. So and then I like tennis, like music, anything like that. A lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> a lot of All things. Over the place. I love it. Ethan, tell us about you. Yes. Um, I'm a senior at Centennial, like Chase said. I've played football for four years. Plan on going to college next year at probably the University of Alabama. Hey, you're old time. <laughs> and just like Grace said, I hang out with my friends a lot, my family, and love going on a good adventure. That's awesome. And and both of you guys serve at church yep. as well. Um, I see your face every Sunday greeting people as they walk in the auditorium. Grace, you are in uh, kids ministry every mm-hmm. week, teaching and leading. Both of you guys are in the high school ministry at our church. So it's really thankful that you guys are here, here with us today. So we're having this conversation about social media. Um, parents that listen to this, this podcast, they are always asking the question, what do I do about this? This is coming from my child. How do I how do I navigate these these issues? So the first question is, um, really, we just want to know what kind of social media that you use personally. You know, just list those things out. We want to know what you guys are into. So Ethan, won't you won't you start us off? The main social media apps that I use are definitely Instagram, Snapchat, and the newfound one over quarantine, TikTok. (laughs) And I would say I've used Instagram since later middle school and Snapchat since probably around the same time. And they both connect me to my friends and all my news I guess with sports I get a lot of sports takes on there and it definitely helps me stay connected to others but 
then again, there can be some jealousy and yeah, not so good things involved with that. Yeah, for sure. So you said, uh, so your main one is Instagram. Right I would now. say so. That's how you mostly and and uh, and Twitter is just kind of a thing. You just I have Twitter and Facebook. Don't really use them, okay. but they're there. I, I believe that's probably the common theme with with uh, teenagers your age, maybe just all teenagers. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Grace, what do you think? I mean, I use what do you got? Instagram mainly. I have Twitter just to see when school's out. Nice. Praying for the snow days. Yeah, praying for the snow days. Um, <laughs> and then. I don't know. My take on social media is I love using it for connectivity. Like I have a lot of friends from school, middle school, church, my mission trip when I went to Moldova, I still talk to them through Instagram. Um, But you know, I guess like negative side effects you could have, you know, the comparing and the jealousy kind of like Ethan said. Yeah, for sure. Well, how does the social media that you use affect your life every day? So if you're looking at your daily routine, um, how much do you use it? What are the what are the things that you go to the most when you're using your social media? Tell us a little bit about kind of your experience with it on a day to day basis. Grace, you want to start? Um, sure. I I probably spend like an hour hour plus on you know Instagram mainly every day. I'd say like the main side effect is I just get really distracted on it. You know when you just kind of your brain's fried from being at school all day, and that's kind of like my go to to just kind of unwind. I guess is what I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like, how does it affect people? I guess, mm-hmm. um, it's just, I know a lot of people like thrive on in social media and have really good self-confidence. And I really admire that. And then others, it's just, you know, you can compare yourself, but I think that's just kind of something you get with social media and you get with that connectivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Ethan? I would definitely say distractions is Mm -hmm. the key word there. I think I would be extremely more productive, I'd say. (laughs) Yes. It's definitely, you know, sit down to do homework and it's like, okay, I finished this and this is my little break. And sometimes it's a good escape and a good break for the brain, but others it's just something that I should spend an hour on. I spend two and a half hours on and I don't, see that as a good thing and with other people i think comparison is definitely the biggest thing people see other people living an ideal life which is sometimes not real or most of the time depending how you're Mm -hmm. looking at and you know people think man if i was only like them and sometimes it makes them work harder to try to be like them and other times it's just kind of puts them in that like depressing like Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna be that yeah yeah which you guys are talking about a little bit that how does social media affect the lives of your friends and how does it impact um for better or worse the connections you have with others you guys have talked about it a little bit but maybe maybe as you look at your friend groups and and how it it has impacted i mean obviously you've talked about connectivity that's the number one thing that you feel like you have with your social media with your friends What's the other side? What's the other side of things of, hey, this is, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Anybody? Just throwing it out there. <laughs> other side, um, definitely direct messages from people that you don't know mm-hmm. or are unfamiliar with you. I've seen some, mainly it happens with girls. They get very 
inappropriate, not PG rated messages that are 90% of the time you just delete them and forget about it. And other, it can affect you probably a little bit, either if you, you know, click on something you're not supposed to, or just like the idea that these people are going after me and I'm not exposed, but you know, when you care so much about getting likes and comments and you want that exposure to other people, sometimes people you don't even like, it's the people you don't like that you want to see it. And I definitely don't see that as something that would benefit you in your Mm -hmm. day-to-day life. Because you can get direct messages from anybody that you friend, Mm -hmm. right? You you have to let, you have to allow them into, right? Yeah. And then you can get requests from people that don't follow you. So there is that boundary that's there but yeah i mean it depends if you have like a public account or a private account so i know personally i I don't usually bother with you know direct messages because my main instagram's private yeah so i have a business one that's public but my main one's private so i mean the worst messages i get are like scams that you just kind of have to be smart about and ignore yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's good for parents to know that teenagers get it Grace, you talked um, a little bit earlier before we started about um, social situations. And while we're talking about how this affects um, our families and our friends, can you talk a little bit about kind of what you've seen in in-person type social social situations with phones and social media and how that's affected your perspective? Yeah, I feel like I feel like phones have started becoming a real big safety net in social like environments. So it's kind of like, okay, this conversation is getting, you know, a bit awkward or I don't really know you it's immediately like okay I can go to my phone because it's a safety net I can you know look at social media or I can text somebody that I know because you know that's not uncomfortable that's common and so I just feel like with you know social media or just with phones in general you just need to be smart about you know being in person like so I really stress that if I'm hanging out with you if I'm spending time with you then I want you to put your effort into, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want you to be glued to your phone when we're talking because I'm spending time and I'm giving you my time. So I expect the same from you. Hey, that's a teenager talking guys. <laughs> Smart wisdom right there. Young wisdom. Well, um, I want to hear a little bit. I want you guys to tell our parents about what your experience has been with phones and with social media. So maybe tell us a little bit about um, when you got a phone, when you started using social media and also tell us about boundaries or um, things that your family has set into place to help guide you as you're navigating this world of social media. Ethan, will you start us out? Sure. Um, I got a phone going into sixth grade because of an interesting circumstance, not because of any circumstance I set up with my parents early on when people were getting them, hey, you're going to get this at this grade and this is kind of when things are going to develop on your phone. Um, I got it and social media wasn't big for me then, not to sound old, but it, or the You're social media man. apps <laughs> that so are old. used today necessarily. And then things kind of developed through middle school. It was got Instagram, Snapchat. And for a lot of my friends, it was like, they'd get it. Their parents wouldn't even know about it. Not like they were hiding it just because it's been seven years and they're still asking, parents still asking about it. So it was not even a thought in their head. Then. Mm. And what was the second part? Yeah, just just boundaries. What from your maybe from your perspective, or even friends of yours that have walked through this? What what kind of boundaries do you see in place? For me personally, it was when high school kind of began because that's I guess when you're developing the most your own thoughts. It was kind of with going out your friend with your friends, making your own decision. It's like okay, we trust you. 
we know your values. We've known you the best, probably, hopefully, out of anybody you know. And it's as soon as you break that trust, that's when mm. boundaries you probably don't like are going to come. Yeah, and it's a good warning and notice to have, and it makes you aware of like, hey, if I abuse this power, it's going to come back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for some of my friends, it was. They weren't allowed to have any other social media other than Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then after persuasion and just, you know, hey, mom, everybody else has it. And it's like, okay, you know, parents or they didn't want to deprive their kid of something like that, which maybe they were onto something by doing that. But some of my f- friends' parents have the iPhone lock, I guess, after an hour or however much time is set. They can't go on social media, even if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely a useful thing you have to navigate when you want to use it. Yeah, I think it's useful for adults too. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> I think we all get caught in that scroll and it's helpful to know how much time have I spent of my day on this. Yeah, I think the shocking thing is that screen time, the where it measures your yes. hours yeah. in one week, mm-hmm. you look at it, you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I really? Never heard anybody screen? say they're comfortable with that yeah, yeah. amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also I have a friend who had social media, got in trouble with their parents and got it taken away as a punishment. And after, I guess, a month, they kind of had an epiphany that that was more healthy for them. Hmm. So Yeah. That social media was more healthy for them? That would not have. Oh, they, not they got in trouble, weren't allowed to use it. Okay. And I guess they realized that, yeah, you know, I made it through this month. Mm-hmm. Let's see where this can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Grace, what about you? Tell us your story. Yeah, I would say my parents had two boundaries. So the first one was similar to Ethan. So my parents are, if we pay for your phone, we're allowed to look at your phone. Mm-hmm. And kind of like they, they've never really looked at it. I mean, I have not given them a reason to break that trust. But if something were to happen, then they have complete control. And they know my password on stuff. Yeah. And they, you know, I'm an open book to them. So I usually tell them anything that ever is going on or allow them to look at it because, you know, it's theirs. Um, and then the second boundary was kind of just kind of like the age because I do feel like there needs to be a level of maturity. I don't think maturity necessarily comes with age because it's different with everybody. But we weren't allowed to have a phone until our seventh grade year and then social media after our freshman year, which really wasn't like a big deal for me because I'm the oldest. So it's just kind of like a, okay, you can have it. Like mm. here's when I got my phone, it was just kind of like a, we were at El Sombrero, like a Mexican restaurant. They're like, here's a phone. I was mm-hmm. like, great. This is awesome. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this. But as having two younger sisters, that kind of became a big deal and a precedent oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. them. Um, I mean, I just feel like with social media, you need to be mature. And you need to know what you're getting into. Because I have Instagram and, you know, you don't expect it. But there will be times that you look at a friend's and they, you know, you've been left out of something or, mm. you know, you're not invited to something or they're doing something without you. And it, I mean, it hurts. And so, but mm. having that level of maturity and saying, you know, okay, it's just a phase. It doesn't really matter, you know, and just looking at, I have other friends or I have other people I can go to really helps. Yeah. Those are great perspectives guys. And, and the thing about we, even with, um, with boundaries and, and your parents, that the, the, the thing we heard was your your parents gave you 
early on before you even started, they gave you some some boundaries mm-hmm. and they said, here's here's what our expectations are. Don't break that trust or there's going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. I think you both have have done it well. Um, use social media really well and and your you know especially in, even in your friend groups and how you just interact with people online it sounds like you guys are doing incredible um, one thing that Jennifer and I we we wanted to do this social media series so we started off with Jenny Black an expert in social media trauma it's great and then we're like we're gonna interview parents because parents will have a great perspective. So we got to try to get some expert parents on social media out there. Mm-hmm. The reality is we couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. We couldn't find any parents that would say, man, we really are doing that well, right? Um, and so we have all these. Um, so we're having this conversation with you because I think we're just they're just trying to figure it out. And you're telling us a story, Ethan, about your parents and setting up a TV. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, the family TV was you know, getting too small for the room, I guess, because everything's getting <laughs> bigger. And so, you know, just like, I guess people around here, we went and bought a TV and me and my dad were setting it up. My mom was saying, you know, to the left, to the right more, trying to even it on the mantle. And as soon as we got it plugged in and set up, it was like, all right, it's your turn to set up the Hulu. Talking the, to you. Talking to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your turn to set up the Hulu, the Netflix, <laughs> the Amazon Prime the HBO. And for me, it took me a minute, maybe a piece. Yeah. And for them, I know my dad, love him to death, typing on the remote just wouldn't yes. have been as easy for him. <laughs> and I tell them that I'm going to college next year and they're going to have to kind of figure it out because things are going to get more yeah, complex. That's and, right. You know, I can see it. Or the going joke is, you know, when your Wi-Fi is down, you unplug it and plug it back in and the family's like, oh my gosh, you're so smart and you really didn't do anything <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. to fix it. I love it. That's the funny thing about technology in this conversation that we're having is that for, you know, hundreds, thousands of years, parents are teaching their kids these things and we're growing up learning from our parents and technology has just flipped it on its head in some ways to where often the teenagers in the home know more about that technology than the parent does that's raising them. I think that's what this conversation is really about is that parents are trying to figure it out, but we're behind yeah. our students. We're mm-hmm. behind our kids. And so it's hard to lead when you're following. <laughs> so yeah. just learning how to educate mm-hmm. our parents and help them be yes. encouraged to navigate this so that we can lead well as parents, I think. No, that's really, really good. I mean, our, our parents need, our, need your help, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, they need you. They need you. <laughs> And, um, and you also need your parents mm-hmm. for, um, um, to help them, um, you, you help them navigate this whole issue of social media too. And, and even you're just taught, I love that story just because that's the reality of what we live in today mm-hmm. is, you know, technology continues to change and mm-hmm. continues to morph. And that's the encouragement to all our parents out there. Um, even if you don't have the, you're not the expert on all this technology things, just knowing what's coming or getting getting involved with uh, your teenager's world and, and be able to ask questions is really yes. important. Can I yeah. say something else? Yeah, yeah. Yes. talking about it. Yep. Um, this isn't meant to scare anybody, but <laughs> oh, great. That's Start it like that. <laughs> uh, my friend actually, for his small group, they they watched the social media documentary, yep. the social, social dilemma. dilemma. Yes. And yes. I know you talked about 
the first person who's on the podcast. And that's just what I thought of. I had to look up the name. And because it's uh, social media is such an, not say important, but thing in our life, you mm-hmm. definitely don't want to try to be scared of it. You mm-hmm. want to embrace the positive things and be ready for the negative ones. But watching that really helped me see, wow, this is directly affected in my mm-hmm. friends, you know, yeah. and also my parents, you know, they say, oh, it's, you know, your generation who's involved with the cell phones and the social media. And I think, you know, I say to them, like, you know, you could have, you, you had got the phone before I did. So theoretically, if you catch the trend or the apps early, you know, you can kind of watch it develop and you won't be so, you know, when you Call wait, by surprise. when you wait yeah. three years and you're trying to, something catch happens, up. you're trying mm-hmm. to catch up. It's a, it's hard. Yeah. It's almost, you know, impossible to try to do. Yeah. So. so take it from Ethan. Watch Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma. Yeah. So here's, as kind of we, we're coming to a close here. We're wrapping it up. But we do want to ask you, what encouragement do you have for parents listening about this social media and, and the use of social media? What encouragement would you give to parents? Grace, you want to go first? Yeah. So I would say that, I mean, I feel like now as a society, social media is viewed as just this terrible thing and, you know, just so much bad comes from it, which, you know, there is some, some back, I don't want to say backlash, but there's some, you know, side effects of it. But overall, I think social media can be a really great and useful thing. I mean, I can stay connected with friends. I can talk to people. I mean, I know my sister does a Bible study reading with her friends and they all have, you know, a book that they all work through in one day. And so I really do think that there are some great things about it, but I do believe that there does need to be maturity with it. There needs to be a level of, you know, self-confidence and self-love before you get on there. And because, you know, you'll see people, you know, posting pics and you'll, you know, you can start to compare yourself. But if you stay rooted in your faith and stay rooted in Christ mm. and have a good community around you, I feel like it doesn't really matter. That's great. Mm. Ethan? I would say just what Grace said, the connectivity to people. Um, in the previous week, there was some stock news with AMC and BlackBerry and GameStop. And before that, actually, me and my friends have a, I don't want to say stock trader group chat because we're all so young and still figuring out uh-huh. that world. But that's, I guess, one of the benefits. You know, we all try to, hey, I saw this. This industry is changing. Um EV cars are really popular. Hey, check out this company who's about to make the next greatest thing. And I definitely think that's a benefit. But, you know, there's always good to have, it's always good to have limitations with those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. So it's also, I feel like a lot of people are scared of social media, you know, but it's also unattainable to completely, you know, not give your child a phone or social media. So you do need to be wise and like, have the situation under control and, you know, maybe do talk to your kid about a guidelines or something because mm. they will ask. I mean, in middle school, that's like the big thing. I remember everyone getting a phone in sixth grade and me not having one. So, you know, it's unrealistic to withhold that forever. But if you have a plan and you have guidelines set in, I think that will help. And then one more thing that I was thinking about with social media in general is just maybe like 
not I don't know helping them figure out what to post because I know having two mm-hmm. younger sisters I would never post anything I wouldn't want them to see mm-hmm. that's I good would, you know yeah. in serving in the church I would never post anything that mm-hmm. I, is not an example of the younger kids I teach mm-hmm. so just being accountable with others and being accountable with your parents and parents being accountable with your children I think that's really helpful yeah. that's awesome see how, how great these guys are they're so smart so smart you know, and one of the things that, that we want you guys to know who are listening is that um, I'm sitting across, we are sitting across the table from Grace and Ethan, who um, foundationally, they're just an incredible um, young man and young woman who um, have given their lives to Jesus, who its foundation is on Jesus. Um, so, so it's incredible to watch you guys grow over the years and really um, invest, um, not not just Hey, you've got your parents are awesome and they built a solid foundation, mm-hmm. but also you're vet investing back in the church. You're giving back. You're serving, and and um, and we notice your church family notices, mm-hmm. and we're grateful for you guys and what you have brought to the table today. We can't wait till this um, actually releases, and we'll, we'll know more about um, help us know more about social media. But here, here's the other thing I want to encourage parents with, and, and Jennifer and I. Um, have put this on the website. It's conversation guides with social media technology. There's also, um, great, um, great tips on how you can use social media, but also, um, maybe, um, uh, cell phone contracts and those kind of things that you can access online. Yeah. Really great resources out there. And, you know, just, you just need to be educated and keep asking questions. And like you said, as parents, just, just remember to be humble, ask your kids, ask your kids what they're walking through, ask your kids, how they can learn from the things that you guys as teenagers might know before we even do. Um, But this is just such a great conversation. We're so thankful that you guys joined us and that you shared some of your wisdom as teenagers with us. You know, to have wisdom at your age is a really cool thing. So we're thankful for that for sure. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.